Welcome to the Eagle Eye Podcast. The number one show to bring you all things Club America in English. From tactical analysis to player updates. We've got you covered on all the latest news on Las Aguilas. Now, let's start the show. This is the Eagle Eye Podcast. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another episode of the Eagle Eye Podcast. Today, I'm going to be recapping that terrible nil-nil draw that America had in Aguascalientes against Necaxa. And of course, we're going to be giving you guys a preview of the upcoming game, the last game in the Estadio Azteca, or so it seems to be that way, uh, against Monterrey. And then, of course, in between the show, we're going to be having that bonus trivia question. So for everyone that's joining in, stick around. We'll, we'll, we'll get you guys that link and everything all sorted out. And then, of course, we'll be, we'll be talking all things in regards to America, transfer rumors, big one just updated in the past 24 hours. Um, and then, of course, a little bit more updates, stock market and everything, too. So plenty and plenty to talk about within the time that we have. And joining me today to do so, to break everything down, it is none other than Mr. AJ himself. How are you, my friend? Doing good, Ivan. Thank you very much. Uh, it's a new week and a new episode of Eagle Eye Podcast. So I'm always excited to talk everything to America. So get down to business. Absolutely. Absolutely. Christian will be joining us shortly. Uh, unfortunately, Chris is not going to be able to join us as he is sick. But don't worry, he's going to be in the comment section down to anyone that wants to interact with him. He's going to be there talking and everything. We wish you the best of uh, the best of salute, Chris. Hopefully you get back to uh Back to full strength and uh, make sure you're drinking a lot of uh, caldo de pollo. So hopefully that helps them out. But all right, AJ, um, I guess let's just r- jump right into it. What happened? That mess that was America versus Necaxa, Necaxa versus America, actually. Um, a snooze fest from the looks of it. At least that's what uh, football. Uh, what's his name? The the guy that does the drawings on, on Twitter. Oh, the oh the uh, the Liga Mekis um drawing yeah always, the paint always, yeah always always love their their drawing every time for feminine Liga Mekis great love it it's always always seems to be spot on um but yeah this game was just terrible on all aspects I mean if you had to sum it up how how could you <laughs> literally it was a snooze fest like I kid you not I was trying my best like pick out any different game and I'm like there's really nothing to pick out on the only the only thing that really did happen was Richard gained that red card which I saw what a lot of people were debating whether it's a red or not knowing what happened in the final against Tigres I knew from that point it was going to be a red as many people want to say it's not always like it is knowing how the league is but I mean they actually did get a red too for me to do the same exact thing to Casares. So it was an even game, but even despite like us not being on even playing full 10v10, nothing really happened. The only thing I can mention from this game was Luis Malagón once again um, just saving us, honestly. The amount of saving he had in this game, it's part of the reason to why the game was 0-0 for us and why we were able to keep a clean sheet. Yes, it's a win in Nagaxa. The away games are really never going to are really always going to be a tough match for America, but for us to at least go out on a clean sheet and at least get a point, I mean, it could be worse, but at the same time, it wasn't the greatest performance from to America this season so far. Yeah, absolutely. I think Malagod is probably the biggest standout, right? And it was interesting because um, as soon as the game ended, I posted the full-time graphic. Um, shout out to um, to Teddy Westside, who, who kind of commented on, on the post and said, uh, what were the positives? The positive takeaways from this game, I didn't get to watch. And and my one positive, there was only two that I wrote, but my one positive was uh, Malagón. I mean, just absolutely is having the season, the absolute best season he's ever had. Um, and and the big game for him too because he comes, he goes back to Necaxa, where you know he kind of got his upstarts and and kind of making a name for himself. Uh, so it was a pretty big game for him as well. It just sucked that that there wasn't really anything you could really tangibly take away from this game and say, okay, there's something to rescue from this. Now, I know we got to take a step back and, and, and like Chris mentioned, right? 
the Reds change the whole game. That is without a doubt. That it, it taints the game. And now you're looking at this one like, okay, this is this is definitely not the game plan. Look, I wasn't able to catch the first 12 to 14 minutes of this game. I was driving back home. Um, we took the baby to Rainforest Cafe. So shout out to anyone who knows what Rainforest Cafe is. Um, so we were there, we were at the mall, and then we ended up coming home. Uh, I thought it was at a good time. I turned on the TV. As I was trying to turn it on and put the channel, I just saw all of you guys, and especially you, AJ, you were talking about like something happened to my Yorga and this and that. And I was like, what is going on? I couldn't tell if this was on our favor against us. Um, and then once I turned it on, I saw the, the, the red card to Richard. Which was devastating for America's plan because you felt that, okay, you lose a player creatively in the midfield and now you kind of have to throw a lot of it on to Fidalgo and Diego Valdez. Uh, actually, no, excuse me, Diego Valdez wasn't even uh, starting this game. So a lot of it was on Fidalgo. And you just felt like it was not going to be... It was not going to be the, the, the game that America wanted to play. And it was evident from the get-go. As soon as, you know, the game continued, it was all Nikaksa. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't remember, what, maybe one or twice where we made the Nikaksa goalkeeper work after the record. And that is a huge, huge red flag because Malagón was working all night. And I think that's the more frustrating thing about it is you really can't walk away from this game and say, all right, at least we got the, at least we got the point because in my eyes, the way I saw it is we got outplayed by Nekaksan, not necessarily because they had more ball position or they played better football, because they got what they wanted. And I'm telling you now, Nekaksan would have signed the draw from the get-go. And I don't think we would have. And I told you, it's detrimental to get all three points coming up with these first four games before you start the CONCACAF Champions League and things start adding up and matches start kind of becoming one a couple of days after another. And now you look at it, AJ, and you've dropped two very, very important points um, running into this season. Yeah, no, it's always frustrating to drop points, especially um, at an away game, you know, where a lot of MA cases are playing this game that, you know, we should be going out there, you know, gain the three points. That's the main objective every single game for America. But to just, you know, where America really, despite having that 30% possession compared to Nekaxa's 30%, we really never really looked scary on the attack going forward. It just seemed like we were having a lot of the ball. We just not knowing what to do with it, whether we're just constantly passing the ball to our wingers, trying to throw a cross in, or we're just practically, you know, having guys like, like, you know, like, um, Iñones or Vaz trying to take a shot. It just wasn't in our favor. The only good thing I remember was like in the beginning, of the second half, like 20 seconds in, we were about to score a good goal. I think by this had the shot. And I was like, okay, this is, maybe this could be something, you know, that make it could build up. No, then I think maybe Ronald was like the 70th minute. It was off of a corner kick. I think we hit like the crossbar. I'm like, yeah, I think that's like the best look we're going to get all night throughout that entire game. Just America, it wasn't their night. The red card really didn't help out because at that point, you know, from the first half, we kind of had to change our game plan a bit, you know, try not to concede an early goal for Nagaka while they had the man advantage. But then once um, it became 10v10, I was hoping now for America, you know, like, you know, we can do something with this now even playing field, both got 10 men on the field. We can do something, but just overall, nothing really happened. I mean, no one really had a good night, especially up front. Like, obviously, the Henry, they were non-existent. Henry did absolutely nothing, which is, like, starting to warm me, considering we're already, what, four games? It's already, what, yeah, four games season, and he hasn't really been able to do anything as of recent. Um, Really, anyone else in midfield, like, overall, like, the whole team just didn't show up that game. Malagon was the only one that showed up good, but I feel like in games like this, we cannot really always expect Malagon to, you know, pull the weight on the team, especially with the, um, the caliber plays that we have in this squad. Therefore, we definitely should be getting the results no matter where we're playing at. But, I mean, time point to point, but nonetheless, it just feels like in a way, like a, lo a loss for America. It's still a lot of the America underneath us in the game. Yeah. Then look, I'm not saying let's throw the kitchen sink at the situation, right? I think it, it's it'd be ludicrous to say so, but it just felt like you were gonna get one of these games because you don't even have to take it too back far. Let's just take it one week uh, prior to 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 the game against Nakaxa. Uh, excuse me, midweek when you play against Juarez, uh, 
That game, America should have walked away 4-0, 5-0. But they got so complacent in, in the second half that it just, it died, completely died. The game just completely dead. And America was only leading by one goal, right? And so you felt like there was this complacency. That you felt like America was getting stagnant. That the players were very much relaxed, thinking, what is, isn't going to be crazy enough to, to open themselves up to a counter by going and trying to get the goal back? And granted, they almost did because we were playing so lazy that, again, Malagod had to come up, step up, and make really, really, really good saves, which is, again, kudos to the, to the guy. He's having an amazing, amazing season so far. Um, but yeah, it, it just it feels frustrating because you feel like America never really gets out of third gear. Um, and, and the Juarez game and the Necaxa game are perfect examples of this. And I don't know whether it's not, I don't know whether to fault it to the fact that we just have all these rotations and we haven't really had a set start in 11. Or is it also because these players kind of have campeonitis and feel like, well, we're going to get the result. We're going to get the points. No one's better than us. And we don't need to go and shift into fourth gear in order to beat these quote unquote lower level sides. And it almost came to buy true against Suarez and it definitely made life difficult against Nakaksa. And it, it Ricardo puts it perfectly, right? Nakaksa were on their P's and Q's on defense. Like they were they stayed composed and weren't scared of America in any sense whatsoever. Um and I think that's the that's the thing. You know, it's 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 trying to understand what went wrong for this America side, and there's just too many faults uh, in, in in the final third that you feel like, like you mentioned, Cabasita just terrible. I don't know why he started. To be honest, should have came off the bench. Henry again worrisome. I think now there's reports that he has an injury, could be in doubt for Monterrey. We'll see what happens there. Um, and Sendejas as well too. Like he's just hasn't really reach that level that we know and love and it just seems like you know it just seems frustrating midwestern cholo says it felt like they're still in preseason mode in both games and, and i guess that is the best way to put it to be honest the way that midwestern cholo put it preseason and to be honest aj i guess it it is kind of like a preseason still for america because i think that the obvious thing here is that they want to compete their best in the CONCACAF champions league not to say that we're ignoring the league, but I think you look at the calendar and you think, okay, these first four games, maybe you have a little bit more of a luxury to rotate a little bit of the of, of the team and the squads. And I think that's what we've gotten because of that. Yeah, no. Um, just like you know, like um Devine mentioned, like he wants to give like, you know, his best players the rest that they really deserve, especially after winning the title, which again, understand that. You're looking at the first four games that we already had, you know. You know, it's like a time that you're you're at that beginning of the season, but where, you know, you're going to experiment with your players, rotations, formations, you know, see what you can work on from last or maybe try something new. Um, I want to put in the red flag yet. Just, you know, you know, we got the upcoming like match against Monterey, you know, that's going to be like, I guess, it's like one of the first um, big tests for America this season. They are playing against a really good Monterey side who are currently in first place right now. So I feel like this is like a time, you know, why in this Nick game we did see a mix between, you know, an A team and a B team, you know, just having like squads um trying to play into this game, see the way they can do. It really didn't work out though, despite like also having like the possession, but just us struggling that final third is a big problem. And I feel that's like something now America's like gonna be, you know, looking from these past couple of games, seeing where they could really improve on on their game. And they need to really take into next couple of matches like you know against your Monterrey and against Real Esteli, Leon and then Esteli again in the CONCACAF Champions League so I feel like this is really a time for America you know just trying to start waking up now because now the serious games are going to be are just right around the corner and it's now for you know start waking up especially with this with this Saturday's game versus Monterrey it's got to start from there if it doesn't then it's going to definitely raise a lot of red flags for America who I really feel like should be performing at their very best, you know, guys like Henry Martin, Quinones. I'm even looking like at someone like Ricardo Mental, like Kevin Alvarez. Kevin Alvarez does not look like the play that we signed for Pachuca. And I'm also, and I also agree with Ricardo how he's seen like a lot of making these trying to give him the pass. I'm just like, dude, it's been a season already. You're practically one of our biggest signs of the season. 
you practically are replacing Alayun, who was mostly playing on and the right back throughout the entire season. You got to prove yourself right now to why we bought you in the first place so that you can wear that jersey and so that they have um, no weight to you. But seeing the way he's been performing, though, it's I'm starting to scratch my head. I'm wondering, like, is this really the right back that America really did sign or we're going to have to now start scouting in the summer, summer transfer to try to find someone else? And, you know, some of these guys like him, they got to step up to the occasion in games like this as well. You're getting the opportunity to start playing and you really need to show up. If you're not showing up now, I mean, I hope later down, like in the middle of the season or towards the end, you start showing up. But like, I feel like it's like a time to assess you with uh, America being seen again as half um, battle favorites. I really feel like time, you know, they got to be on their A game each each game throughout the entire season. I guess in Emilio Lara, we're going to have to trust again. Please, please, no, no. <laughs> look, you're right, uh, and, and and look, I I have a wild conspiracy theory as to why maybe Kevin is not getting um, the stick of it, at least from the fans. I think the media just hasn't really caught in, into it just yet. Um, but I think the reason he's getting such a big pass from the fans is because he's in the trifecta podcast, right, with with Layun, um, Igor, and him. And and I think a lot of the Americanistas, they, they kind of love that. They they love the fact that, you know, these players get together once a week. They talk, laugh, have a good time, interact with the fans. So I think maybe that gives them a little bit of a good repertoire towards the fans. But to be honest, he's going to have to start showcasing and producing something on the pitch because America pays him for what he does on the weekends and midweeks in games, not what he's doing live on Twitch. Like, let's be honest, right? And And there has to come a moment in where the Americanismo is going to draw a line and saying, look, you need to perform or we're going to go up against you. Because just as much as Chicote is getting those boos, trust me, Kevin Alvarez is two, three games away, two, three poor games away from receiving the same boos, right? And I don't know if that's a hot take or not, but I think in the end of the day, he needs to start stepping up, like you mentioned, AJ. And you can't really rely on him to get form midway through the season when you need him right now, right here. Because he is your only true natural right back, so let's uh, let's hope what happens there. Um, <laughs> uh, Fawaz kind of saying, "Nah, that is amazing. Stop the hate." <laughs> I mean, I'm not I'm I'm not gonna front. Like the first couple games he played looked great. That Toluca game though changed them and hold them complete to the point. I don't even think he he's that same guy that we saw when he was start, first starting for America, I mean, I really hope he could really turn it around. Maybe a loan might be best for him. But if I had to really in that right back instead of Kevin, oh, God. Prayers. Every time that man steps on the pitch, I pray. <laughs> that is going to be Israel Reyes. It's going to be one of those two. So none of them bring me the confidence that a natural right back would. But you're right, AJ. I, I think at one point, um, America's just going to have to switch gears. And, and like uh, I like Blaine says, um, America really needs to display a dominant performance this Saturday. They can't afford to slow, uh, to slow down before the champions, uh, the CONCACAF Champions League. So it's important. If you're coming to that middle point, not even the middle point of the season, but you're coming to that point where these games are coming thick and fast, and they're important games too. You're going up against Monterrey. Quote-unquote, this is a six-pointer, right? Um, because they're technically right there above, they're only above you because they've scored more goals but again a, cont- a title contender opponent right there you need to showcase out then you have and, and by no means should this game be taken lightly Real Esteli like it's, it's, it's a knockout game sure the opponent may not be the caliber of Barcelona around Madrid but you still need to take this opponent and, and, and get past them because Every game is going to count towards reaching the objective, which is getting to the final. So you need to take that game in all seriousness. I get it. We're going to travel. We might use a couple of youngsters, but really, you you can't afford to make any mistakes so early on in the season. Uh, and then you go and you play away at Leon. And we know how difficult it is to play in Guanajuato. So, and then again, another midweek game against Real Estate, trying to close it out at, uh, uh against them and then of course after that away at Pachuca so a lot a lot of difficult games AJ a lot of games on the road um 
a lot of traveling for America. We know that this was going to be the case. Um, and look, we're not using that as an excuse because we're America. There's no such thing as excuses in this institution. But you kind of need to step it up, shift it into fourth gear. And that's why I said it was so detrimental to not drop any points against the likes of your Nicoxes and your Juarezes and your Tijuanas because you're looking now at the table and you're thinking, okay, can't really slip up here because if I do, then I got a mountain to climb and then I'm already thinking about this competition. And look, yes, our squad is vast and, and very talented, but I don't think any Americanistas can sit down and say, you know what, I'm confident in our subs to get the job done because they haven't really performed to the standards. Right? Mm-hmm. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, MJ saying Lad is a little overrated at right back, in my opinion. Could be because he's a natural center back. Could be the case. Um, I like Quain saying uh, Real Estate, a flight to Nicaragua. What do they have to lose playing at home? Wouldn't be surprised if they sneak in a goal. Of course, you're right. I mean, they, 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 this is the biggest stage for them to be able to play against America. And so, they're going to they're gonna ball out. That's for sure. So again, America cannot take anything lightly in that state. So in my God, we trust, I guess. So <laughs> I'm, I'm, um, we got, we're, he's going he's gonna to have to probably come through again if this team keeps slacking. I mean, dude, Malagon better be prepared, prepared for like the next couple of matches. So well, for the this pole. Monterrey game is going to be one one very interesting game, and that's for sure. But uh, but yeah, frustrations all around in in this one. But I mean, it kind of is what it is. Um, I I, I just kind of want to bring up one question though that Chris had posed, and it's when do you guys think we stop the rotations? And I think that's a question that's looming maybe in all of our heads. Maybe not at the forefront of everybody, but I think everyone's kind of thinking about it because AJ, we've had four different lineups in the past four four games that we've had. There's no consistency, and I've I argued this so much in the past is that you need to have a constant starting eleven, especially a constant back line, because then you see hiccups and mistakes, and then you have to count on your goalkeeper to bail you out. This is exactly what's going on right now. Let's face it: if it wasn't for Malagón in these matches. If it wasn't for Malagón, we don't get the win against Tijuana. We don't get the win in Juarez, and we definitely don't risk your point in uh, in Necaxa. The only calm game he had was against Querétaro, and that wasn't even the best of games either. So we'll have to wait and see. Um, but yeah, overall, I think we all can share in in the fact that it was a frustrating evening, disappointing result. Um, but again, it's not anything to kind of throw the kitchen sink at. It's just a matter of having this team step up. And I know they're capable of it, but we just we need to see some something happen. Um, my last positive note of this game was uh, Brian Rodriguez got minutes, and boy, does he look like a game changer for America. Uh, again, his his final third decision making wasn't the best. He had a really good opportunity to kind of put the ball in the back and then sky hide it. Um, but boy, AJ, when he steps on the pitch, you can tell that he is he's the winger that America's been looking for for a while. We really haven't had a guy on the wing that's just been this good since in a long time. I feel like to me, like someone who could really come into the game, be that game, like, he's giving me, like, Mickey Arroyo vibes, like, you know, when he comes off the bench, he brings in air, he brings that 110%. You, you will see that dude playing his heart out as of, like, he was a starter from the get-go, really just going down into, into that final third, taking on opponents, trying to create chances for himself and for his teammates. For Brian Rodriguez, I mean, maybe it's maybe it's a sign that maybe it's good that he didn't go to Fiorentina, because imagine if I don't really think you have any other guy that can play on that right wing other than Dejas that I can think of that come, that really comes to mind unless you technically have to push Kevin Alvarez up as a right winger, but I don't think I want to see him as a winger. You have to see him in his um, natural position. So. No, no, not whatsoever. And you know what the crazy thing is about it is he's naturally a, a, a left winger too. Um, and I think that's where he produced his best magic was when Andre Hardin actually ended up putting him onto the left-hand side. You're right, AJ. I don't think we have someone naturally gifted 
that could play that role. I, I know a lot of people like Quinones on the wing, but I just, I don't, I, I detest it. Um, he doesn't stay wide enough for me in order for this system to work. He drifts too much into the middle. And I, I, I absolutely, absolutely hate it. Because you're not opening up any space. You're just, you're clogging up the midfield. It's, it's like, you're supposed to be the answer. You're, you're, you know, you're adding to the problem. And so, but I know that naturally that's what he likes to do. He likes to get the ball, take on a player. Sometimes he goes wide, but mostly he likes to kind of cut in and kind of drift into the middle. And again, that's the frustrating part about it for me is because you need someone out wide. And, and you see it when Brian gets the ball. He plays uh, with the overlapping run and he continues his, his, um, his run down the wing. And so he opens up the channels, opens up spaces, takes on players, which I think is important. I don't see Sendejas doing that more enough. Um, we haven't really seen Leo, but uh, Quinones at times, he tries to take on a player, messes up. Next time he does get it, but again, goes to the middle. Again, a lot of frustrations. Um, a lot of frustrations, but I guess we'll see. But yeah, that was my only good note. Brian Rodriguez got some minutes and he looked, uh, he looked interesting. Ricardo saying, I started blushing whenever uh, Mickey gets mentioned. <laughs> I think all Americanistas have a soft spot for Mickey Arroyo, but Here's a hot take for you, AJ. I don't, he was not that good with America sometimes. He had some games where he just was frustrating to watch. Trust me, I love him for everything that he did with America. I think he came on, did an amazing job. Uh, I mean, against the finals too, against Tigres. Tigres. Um, but there was just times, there were some games where he got the ball and you just thought, why are you, why are you taking shots from there? Why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? I think it's that but, ego. He better have. Give it like that CR7 oh, no. kind of, I think it's that CR7 kind of vibe. <laughs> yeah, like, no. I'm doing all on my own. Yeah. 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 No, 100%. 100%. <laughs> I think, um, correct me if I'm wrong. Anyone that, that can remember this just even better than I can. I think he comes on in the Club World Cup game where we get eliminated by that Chinese team. Yeah. Um, Guangzhou. Guangzhou. Yeah. yeah so he, he comes on. He gets the ball. He tries to do that whole CR7. I'm going to do this. I'm going to take on everyone. Loses the ball. And I think we can see right after that. So I think that's, um, that's one of those memories that I have kind of Im- implanted into my, uh, imprinted into my head. So, uh, but no, shout out to Miguel Arroyo. Uh, absolute. I, w- I wouldn't dare to say a club legend, but he's, he's almost there. He's almost there. Um, but yeah. So that's kind of all my positive notes to take away from this game. Uh, anything else you'd like to add on, AJ? Um, oh, the subs are really questionable from Jardine as well. Like they continue to be, huh? Like I get the idea of you know having to put in your you know your guys else because you really need these guys to, like do something. Otherwise, with that with that level we had on that pitch, we were gonna do nothing. But like some of those subs I was seeing was like, what are you doing? Like it's like we're trying to like secure the point at that at that rate it's like you're not even trying to like push to that late goal it's like nah i'm just gonna sit back yeah there was a point in the game where he took out henry and who else he took out henry and somebody and he brought in quinones and diego valdez and i thought well naturally quinones has to go on the left because he took out oh he took out chava reyes Mm-hmm. He took out Chava Reyes and, and uh, Henry and he put in Quinones and Diego Valdez. So I was like, naturally, someone has to play on that left-hand side, right? And unfortunately, it was Fidalgo who got sacrificed and had to drift a lot more wider out onto the left-hand side. Yeah, a lot of questions. Um, I, I guess we kind of want to give Harinet the, the pass just because, one, he won us the championship not too long ago, and two you kind of feel like, okay, if these are the games you're going to experiment, then so be it. But I think you need to present your best lineup against Monterrey. You need to have your best game against Monterrey, and then you need to get the job done um, in these two legs against uh, Real um, Esteli. So, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, but alright, let's, uh, let's jump into our uh, next segment here. Let's talk about some transfer rumors and updates. AJ, um, so as we talked about, and this was already confirmed by the club, uh, there was high, high possibilities that Fidalgo and Brian Rodriguez were not going to happen, right? That 2% that we were also talking about. And then it got confirmed by the club. 
with a great picture of them saying se quedan. Um, so that was great news. I think all the Americanismo were celebrating that as if we've won the championship yet again. And, um, and I think it was important, right? Because you keep two very key uh, players, two key pieces in, into the system that, again, I won't go into the details of it, but I think we all understand why it is that they're so important. Um, and yeah, that was great. That was great news. Um, look, the transfer window ends tomorrow. I doubt anything crazy is going to happen. I don't expect them to leave whatsoever until the summer. So that's good. That's great. Um, now, the biggest news, though, is the fact that uh, Leo Suarez seems to be on the radar, right? Because mm-hmm. Jose Martinez is saying, where is Leo Suarez? And well, can't really answer that one. But it looks like he might be heading over to Seoul. So the latest transfer, as far as things have broken out right now, is Leo Suarez is on the verge of completing a transfer to Pumas for I, I I've seen a figure of five million dollars being thrown around there. I don't know if that's concrete, but that's a hefty price for Leo Suarez. Um I don't know. How do you how do you feel about that, AJ? The part of me feels hurt because I really truly feel like he was one of those players that really did give it his all, even though yet there has been like games where he really just did not look his best. But dude, every time he scores a goal, you see this man going crazy, hugging like the crest and kissing it. Like I remember in in the in the game when he scored when he scored those free kicks, like he was going out of his mind. Like he was the guy where he's like he I really feel like he's one of those players that he really gave it his all on the pitch when he did whether he start a game or gets limited mid, really does give it his all. To see a player like him who finally won a trophy with us and now go be shipped out to one of our rivals. It hurts for me because, well, one, that's bench step that we're going to lose out on the right wing because now you're only going to have Sendejas and Rodriguez. You could potentially put Quinones in there. It's one of those instances where you like seeing Brian Moore on that left-hand side rather than the right side. But even though Jardine is putting him more on that right-hand side recently. But I just also feel like as well, I feel like he, my opinion, could be also a hot take. I feel like he was an underrated player at America with some of the moves that he did create, the chance that he Game. Some of his goals too were really vital um for us. Um really do feel like America will miss out on a player like this, even though it's like you're looking at the at the caliber players that we do have, like I'll come on the bench like you have your Brian Rodriguez, you have Julian Quinos to play on there too. Doesn't seem as bad, but it's also the same we're just losing depth. For me, I mean I'm kinda I'm kinda hurt on this, but the same day if we are getting cash from this, I mean you really can't be too upset. It's not like we're like to let him go on free or anything like that. Yeah, I mean, I think like uh, like I like Blaine says, um, five mil is not bad at all. And when I saw that number too, I was like, wow, five million for Los? What is it? Yeah, that's very tempting. Uh, Ricardo saying the same as well. You know, five million is good business. Uh, it's never a bad thing to have competition on the right wing, and, and I think mm-hmm. we've all mentioned that in that sense. But uh, let's hear from uh, from our uh, from our other correspondent from your backdoor neighbor, AJ. Let's hear from Christian himself. Christian, one, welcome to the pod. I hope you're doing well. And two, your thoughts on uh, Leo Suarez moving and potentially uh, w- what percentage do you give this uh, as, as possibly going through? Um, yeah, so good, good evening to everyone. Everyone from the chat, AJ, Ivan, hope you're having a great night, having a great start of your week. Um, Leo Suarez leaving. Yeah, this news kind of came as a shocker to all of us, right? And it seems like it's closer to getting done. But last time we said that, Ivan, um, a whole... And, and and the player that had to stay right. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get percentages this time, but just know that I I'm not I'm not a fan of the move. Um, I, I don't think right now is the right time to do it. Um, just mainly for the fact that we're we're not gonna have no depth at that right wing side, right? I think I mentioned to you guys over the weekend how I don't like Sendeja's level right now. I think that he really isn't producing much, and he's not at the level that we need him to be in order to you know compete and be a top team. Can he get there? Obviously, you know, I, I think with more with more playing time um, throughout the season, I think he'll, he'll uh, eventually reach it. The problem is that everyone always has these like kind of like drop offs during the season. Right. And it was always nice to have two players that can be starters on the team at any given moment. And I just rise up to the occasion whenever one was kind of kind of slack. So the fact that we're not going to have that and we're just going to be all in on Sendejas having a good season from now until the end. Um, I, I'm, I'm not a fan of it. I, I don't. 
I don't think that that's a smart move, especially because what if he gets hurt? God forbid, right? And then what do we do at the right wing side? We're going to force someone from the left side to come play on the right. That that always never works out, right? And you're just putting yourself out of more disadvantage, right? Um, you can bring up a Cantonato, yeah, you can do that too. But I mean, with zero experience, and then we're we're trying to compete for two titles, it doesn't seem like the smartest either, right? So I'm I'm I doubt the the directiva has a backup plan, but. Uh, I, I just I I don't I don't think it's a it's a good move even for five million I, I don't think at this moment. I think the only thing that's tempting I think for a lot of people would be that that cash if it is five million. But it, you put yourself in a difficult situation like you mentioned, Christian. The fact that it's so, so little into the window that you have to find a replacement. And let's be honest, right. we're not going to get a replacement in like twenty four hours. I, I don't I don't think so. Right? Just yeah. Team, with this directive, right? You put anyone else Absolutely. in that, and I might have a sliver. Of hope, but like you said, though, it just doesn't seem impossible. It seems doesn't seem possible. Not at all. And and the only thing that makes me worry that this might actually happen is because um, Brian Rodriguez has been coming on on the right hand side for the past two right. games that he's been featured. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Cardenas is maybe testing the waters there, which again I don't like it. Um, oh, and yeah. I I spoke with it to AJ and when we were recapping the game against Nakaxa when Brian Rodriguez came in. He was the most effective when Jardine eventually let him go on the left-hand side. On the left, So right. That's where he shines. That's where we need a left-winger of his caliber. Mm-hmm. And I think, look, I get it. Leo had a little bit of a dip in, in, in towards the latter end of the season. Right. But nothing to kind of hint that he was not capable of playing for us again. And I, I just feel like Maybe we need to give him some more minutes. Maybe we need to give him that opportunity I to fight for his spot. The game Saturday would have been a good chance for him to get a lot of minutes. Maybe not start, but um, definitely, you know, maybe come in like in the 60s minute, maybe give him half an hour, 35 minutes to kind of showcase what he has. I think that would have been a good game for him. Um, but like you said, though, it seems like he might not even be available. Yeah, I mean, I think, who was it? I think it was Jivan that reported it, saying that he was out... I don't know if it was against Juarez or if it was against who was against. Maybe it was Queretaro, but that he was out on a little bit of an injury. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why he missed that. Right. But still, I, I feel like he's capable of producing something for this team. So I, I, I do hope that it doesn't go through and that he does eventually get minutes with this right. America side. Because again, I think he's capable of making things happen for this 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 side and I think AJ spoke on it very well that you know he's been a little bit of an underrated player at times but he's been detrimental in, in moments where you think okay you know if it wasn't for him doing this things could have uh ended up differently so again we'll have to wait to see like he might be and the what? only like, free kick ticker we have yeah he's the only, yeah, he's the only Richard co- right. it was him in the last like Honestly, good free kick take we had as many people like complain about was the Emmanuel Aguilera. Mm-hmm. He actually knew how to take a free kick as well. But yeah, that you got to look at Richard, but that's also what if you decide to start. Exactly, well. right? You, most so, times he's not even starting nowadays. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, I'm going to have And if he decides to not get a red card. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't touch upon that, but I think it was just, it's, it's, it's silly. I don't want to go into the, into the nuances of it all, but it looked, it, for me, it was a football play. Um, but I, I guess the referees deemed it differently, but, um, yeah, I, that's kind of the updates that we have, uh, at least as far as departures go, of course, no rumors of anyone no coming rivals. in, no arrivals. Again, that's going to be the case for at least now until the summer. Um, but expect a couple names to pop up here and there, maybe towards like, I don't know, what do you like? March? Yeah. I mean, you know, there's March, May. Up, right. Yeah. Um, my best thing is to not really pay attention to names that pop up around this time, especially when we're in season. Um, I, I, I just don't, don't, don't think they're ever going to come true. Right. Uh, so, but like you said, Ivan, I, it doesn't seem possible for anyone to bring, even a free agent, even a free agent, right? Like maybe someone doesn't even have a team. It just doesn't seem feasible for someone to come in like that. And to be honest, we don't have uh we don't have a, a spot for any foreigner to come in, to be honest. Like, that's just right, the reality yeah. of it. So we would need a lot of wiggle room, which at, at the moment, America does not have. Um, so that's your guys' updates in regards to what's going on in the world of transfer rumors uh, around Coapa. Um, one big, one last bit of big news that we have to share with you guys before. So I want to share with you guys the link to the bonus question for our trivia. This is going to be on the uh, 
comment section. I've just posted it right now. So head on over there. Answer the question. It is a question regarding CONCACAF Champions League. It is who scored the last goal for America in the final against uh, Tigres in that 2016 game. So uh, multiple choice. You guys have 25% chance if you guys are just going to guess wildly. Um, but it's uh, yeah, it's not Vinas. Sadly, it's not Vinas. It's way before it's time. I would know. Yeah, no. Um, but shout out to uh, shout out to everyone that's been participating in trivia, and it's it's been loads of fun. It's only been two weeks into it, but I hope you guys are enjoying it. Uh, this is a lot of fun making the questions, interacting with all of you guys, making the table. Um, things are looking good. Things are looking well. Um, again, make sure you guys uh, go answer the question. It'll be up for twenty four hours. Uh, for those of you listening to the podcast right now and weren't unable to join us on the live stream. Don't worry, we're going to have a bonus question specifically over on our Twitter side. So make sure you guys keep an eye out on that one. Um, so yeah, if you're listening to this and you're thinking, wow, I missed out on another bonus question. Don't worry, we have one specifically on Twitter. So make sure you guys go follow us. Look for it. We'll have all the details there tomorrow. Um, and if you're listening to this the following day when we recorded this, it would be actually tomorrow. So I guess just kind of keep an eye out on Twitter. and. Uh, You'll be up to date with everything. So there you guys have it. Hopefully you guys uh, enjoyed trivia so far. It was a lot of fun. And uh, well, let's get to the last big, big, last bit of big news for America, Christian and AJ. Hopefully you guys all have your uh, money sorted out as February 20th seems to be a big day for all Americanismo. America has officially announced, well, not America, but it has been officially announced that uh, America will be going into the stock market the Mexican stock market. So that means America is 100% going public in, what do you guys like it? Three weeks. So big, 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 huge news, Christian. I mean, if you had to kind of summarize this and, and how big of a news this is for America and then for the Americanismo, how would you put it? I mean, it's obviously big. This has been a topic that we've been kind of following for like about close to a year now, I think, where the rumors first yeah. started, and then we were going to see what was going to come true. Um, I think it just gives a lot of exposure to us. I think that it opens up new, new opportunities, new channels for us. Um, just the whole, the whole entity as a whole. I, I, I think, I think good things are coming. Um, I think more so we'll see the effects of it probably towards next year or close to the end of the year. But it, we're definitely heading in the right direction. I think that we're probably one of the only teams to do this in North America, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so you know, just like I said, I'm excited to see what opportunities this could bring us. As far as soccer teams goes, yes, it's it's one of the very few. Actually, just in general soccer, you're not really heard of. Um, and and look, we'll be breaking it down. Um, we'll have a special podcast and where we'll break things down. We'll talk to you guys the ins and outs, the, what this means, the implications of what is happening, uh, what you guys can expect, and and all this stuff. But right now, we just kind of want to give you guys a little preview of it. Right, it's been announced. So February twentieth is the date. Um, that you will officially be able to buy stocks in the Mexican stock market. All right. So make sure you guys know that it's the Mexican stock market. Don't be going into your Chime app or or, or your Cash app and thinking that you're just going to be able to buy a stock for America like that. It's going to work a little bit differently. Look, we'll get into the nuances and how to do everything, on, uh, like I mentioned, in a later podcast and where we break things down and, and kind of go through it and, and talk to you guys exactly what this means. Um. So I, I look, a lot of people might be excited. A lot of people might hear this and think, what does this even mean? Um, a lot of people actually might be looking at this and thinking, oh, shit, Matt, oh, excuse my language. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, oh, dang, like this oh, is yeah. the same route that Manchester United went. Like it's it, it you know, do we have to start panicking? Um, and look, it's it's different um, whilst Manchester United is uh, the same. Uh, in in the stock market, it's it's gonna be a lot more different. Um, but just expect uh, for more details to come out and for more things to be kind of situated and associated. But don't worry. Um, there is officially from what Yahoo Finance is reporting, uh, three hundred and forty point six billion shares that are gonna be available. So if you guys don't have for whatever reason your money set up by February twentieth. Don't worry, I'm pretty sure you're still going to have time to kind of wait till next paycheck and uh, and, and maybe invest by then. So I don't expect the, 
I don't expect all of those billion of stocks to be uh, gobbled up right away, Christian. Yeah, no, definitely not. So we have we have opportunities, but like you said, Ivan, I think I think we should make a video about this. I think it'd be pretty cool just to kind of you know give our, our thoughts about it, you know, inform the people just a little bit more about it. Um, definitely an exciting thing to do. Like I said, it's one of the rare opportunities that we'll ever get in our in our lives to kind of invest, quote unquote, on our favorite stocks, right? Um. Well, like you said, though, we'll have to coordinate and we'll have to, we'll have to try to see if we can get this out soon before, obviously, the 20th. Yeah, absolutely. And let's just hope so Chapoy doesn't buy up most of the stocks. Um, <laughs> I mean, so. he definitely had a lot of money after, after the, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the, the activities he pulled. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Midwestern Cholo asking, can we fire Banos as stockholders? <laughs> <laughs> Look, that's a very good question. I mean, you'd have to buy upwards to like 30% to be on, on that table. Um, and look, I'm just going to give you guys a preview of exactly what's going to go down line and, and, and then we'll get into the nitty gritty of it in the special podcast. But um, expect Emilio Escarraga to buy a uh, majority of these, sh- of these shares um, so that way you can control America still. He's still going to be the owner. So he's still, he's going to buy a majority of the shares. And then from there on, it's going to be divided up into the next big, big investor and so on and so forth. Um, but that doesn't mean you guys should be discouraged and going and buying a, a, a stock. I think it's, it, it's nice to say, and, and something that I don't think a lot of fans have the privilege to be like, Hey, I own a little piece of that club. I own a little bit of piece of, 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 of the team that I support and love. Um, and granted it, you know, it, it might not give you a seat at the, at, at the, at the stockholders meeting, but, uh, it's still, it's, it's something that I think is, is nice that you can say like, Hey, you know what? Yeah. I have stocks in America and you know, so on and so forth. So yeah, it's going to be interesting. So should be a, should be a fun one. Should be an interesting one. And, uh, yeah, we'll keep you guys up to date with everything going on in the world of America. So February 20th is the day that America will go public. Um, but yeah, that's it from the news as, as far as what I got. Unless you got something else, Christian. No, I think I'm, I'm good. I'm good on news now. Um, like I said, though, everything will should be updated on our Twitter. July. Um, yeah, we'll keep you updated. So we the whole Leo Suarez thing. And if any more things arise with the whole stock thing, um, we will definitely keep you guys updated on there too. And look, I don't expect it to be a crazy last 24 hours for America in the January transfer window. Like, I don't think it's going to be the case, AJ, but I guess crazier things have happened, right? I mean, the only other thing we did that they did mention was Miguel Leva. Um, he did leave Americas, um, Fuerza Basicas after like four years. But this dude's 22 and never debuted for the first team. I not sucked, honestly. But I mean, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it is what it is. But I mean, came from Europe when he first signed. I actually thought he was going to really be something as well. Hopefully, like one day he can start for the team. Never even got a look. I don't even think in a either which is insane i think all the other chamacos they literally got their start too but i mean i guess it wasn't meant to be for him yeah no i mean sucks but hey look hopefully in his new endeavors things pan out so uh wish him the best of luck and yeah that's kind of the news and updates that we have in regards to las Islas de la america all right gentlemen let's jump into our last segment of this one and that is america versus monterrey i think the, the pinnacle game of america season as far as things stand so i mentioned it earlier aj it's a six-pointer it's 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 a double header in a sense because it's your rival literally in the league table um and you need to find a way to make sure that you can get points ahead of them knowing that you have Concacaf champions league to then kind of think of later down the road um look there's no easy way to kind of sugarcoat it Hadine has to show up and Hadine has to put their best team forward. I mean, there's really no two ways about it. Yeah, no. You, like, um, the rotation that America have been doing, I think this is the time now where they need to put their best team forward because they like, such the upcoming matches. You got Esteli in Champions League, and you're going to have your Leon, you're going to have Pachuca around there as well. So, like, really the time for you know, look at his players. Like, we got, we got a um, couple of big games um, ahead. You need to put that best team forward. Everyone's got to be on their A game this time around. Like the mistakes that they committed for, like, that we've seen for, like, the past couple of four games, like, this time, you cannot see in here. Especially when you're looking at Monterey's side, they're stacked. And may I even say as well, their potential could be the ones that can maybe take the crown for America this season. They're, they could be top as well. So, see, one of the recent time, Brandon Vasquez, where he's got three goals up front for Monterey. So, 
it's time for America, you know, get that defense sorted out. Malagon, you got to do what you got to do. And for us in that final third, please score some goals because we really need it. I'm looking at guys like Henry Martin, Quinones, Rodriguez, if he's going to start, that these guys got to show up in the game. Our midfield, we're looking fine as long as, you know, don't just smack someone in the face completely get red carded. But otherwise, this 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 is the game where we really need to step up. This is the team that's where I feel we really have a battle in the table back and forth. And time now to show that Tano Ortiz again that, hey, we really don't miss you. We're doing better with Jardines. So, you know, get that bragging right from him. And, you know, maybe make Monterey France start doubting if this is the man they really want to lead. Absolutely. No. Yeah. I 100% agree with you there, AJ. Christian, big game for America, not only because of the rival and, and what it constitutes in the league table, but last game potentially this study sticker? Potentially, right? Potentially. And uh, you always want to go out with the bang, right? You, you're not going to be here for about a year and a half, right? You want to give the, the fans kind of a good farewell. Um, but besides all that, though, I think AJ summed it up perfectly. This game is is the one that will determine to see where we really are in the season, right? I, I think that we've been getting a lot of mixed reviews. I understand the rotations and everything like that, but we haven't been at our best. Let's just be right. I think we're far from what we could actually be, right? And I think this is a good game to kind of show everyone that, listen, you know, we just started off a little bit slow, but we're still here. We're still number one contender for the title. Like, we're still we're still America, right? So um, this, is, this is a good statement game, especially with the team that's been doing pretty well um, at the start of the season, right? Um, so, yeah, it should be a fun one. Um, I'm looking forward to it, and I'm excited to see what kind of game I put out there. I don't even know if I should ask you what's your predicted start eleven because it's one. been all over the place. I just yeah, feel like I, know, I, know. I, I feel I like mean, you. I, did. I, I but I think this is the one game you have. To, you can be a little bit more secure about yeah. that, right? So give me your predicted start eleven. Yeah, I, I I think AJ hit on the nail where he said we we got we got to go all out, right? We got to go all out. So we're going with Malagon in that. Um, we're doing the back four of Kevin Alvarez, Igor. Uh, hmm. Hmm. Should put Sebas Cassid is there? Yeah, he's got. I feel like he's got. Or, yeah, he, he'll, he'll be fine. He'll be and fine. I'll, I'll start. I'll start Chris's favorite player, Chico, at left. Really? I would have started Fuentes. I think. I, I think. I think we'll give Chico the, the 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 green light for this one. Um, in the midfield, we'll do Fidalgo and Jonathan dos Santos. Uh, with Diego Valdez on the left, Brian Rodriguez on the right, Tendejas, and up top, Julian Quinones. Only because the reports were saying that Henry might not play Saturday. So that's why I'm going with that front. I mean, it's it's as good as it gets. I love the fact that Brian is getting this kind of revenge arc in a sense to be able to come back and play against Monterrey, the, the team that kind of ended it all for him um, last season. Right. So I think he'd be itching to get an opportunity to kind of run at them again and and kind of destroy them the way that he he did in in Monterrey. Right. So it'd be interesting to see that that starting eleven um, again. We'll see. I, Harden has been throwing yeah, all these surprises at us I that I just it, it makes no sense to me. Um, and, and we'll see. Chris is going with a lot more of a different one. He's going the same back four though. Uh, but his attacking trio is Quinones on the left, Ilian Hernandez up top, and uh, Sendejas on the right. I don't know. He doesn't could, convince me yet. I mean, I feel like that could be a possibility because you I mean. It's, it, it, we're trying to give him minutes, but just can't make as much of the loan we possibly can. He did. He does get a look or two, but I mean, who knows? Maybe that dude can end up being like the difference maker and some and scores a goal against Real. You never know. But he could have been the difference maker against Juarez, and he scored. He missed a one v one opportunity. Uh, I, I, just, I just love Brian's energy when he came in. I think I think he really turned a new page for us and really got got the energy going in that game. Um, but you know, I, I really do think that he could be the spark, right? I, I think that our attack last game was very lackluster, extremely lackluster. I think with zero shots on goal the whole game or one shot on goal the whole game. That's, no, I think uh, we were like, yeah, like, that yeah. can't happen. That, that cannot happen. We are way too talented forever to, and no offense, obviously, right? No, no disrespect. You can't do that. Like, spot. You have to get at least some shots in the net, right? Um, you can draw. That's not a problem. Fine. Whatever we get in the same games like that happen, but you got to get shot, right? Um, and Brian just kind of changed the game for us. He, he brought something different. That's why I like to start this game over um, Ilian. And Edgar feels that same enthusiasm. He says Brian's going to cook for sure. So hopefully hopefully you guys are on to something there. And uh, 
we'll see what happens though make sure you guys stay tuned on the EY podcast we'll keep you guys up to date with everything going on in the world of america and in that game itself um i i, I mentioned it with aj at the beginning and i, I just kind of want to reiterate it america cannot get complacent right mm. it, it's felt like these past couple of games has been ah, we'll be fine we already scored or ah, we'll be fine we're eventually going to score right. like you can't you can't let that mentality kind of creep up especially against the likes of monterrey um which i would hope that that's not going to be the case but again I didn't think that was going to be the case these past two games and they've been able to kind of shock me in that sense. So hopefully, you know, this is a prelude of, of, of positive things to come if the result happens against Monterrey. And again, football, the football that we're playing is not bad. I think it's the final third pass and the, oh, yeah. and the finishing that has been kind of our Achilles heel so far. Because let's face it, you know, we've, we should have been scoring four or five goals in some of these games and we haven't the only game where I can't necessarily kind of say that we should have scored more goals is against Nakaxa because I didn't think we even had a very good look in that game so again we'll see um what would you think needs to happen AJ in order for this America side to walk away with all three points it's really just that finishing I despite us scoring six goals in like our last four games, really isn't too bad. We've been getting three 2-0 results and three games in a row, which is good to see. But I'm seeing like we're strong with the players that we do have up front and how the way they performed last season. I'm not sure to why they're struggling this much in that final third. We're getting like our chances. It's just it, we're not playing. We're not taking the greatest shots on target. We either then don't do anything with that ball and we try to pass it out and get in a whole stupid something to the point. That you know that allows the opposition's defense to settle in, and then we're kind of just like stuck in limbo, just trying to figure out what we can do to score. The guys that, that are going to be showing in this game, whether you know, that's gonna be your Quinones, Rodriguez, and Daz, these guys really just got to take shots on on target and really just make the most of them. And especially, I want them to be on target because, like, against that next I think we did absolutely nothing, and that was game as well. Like some of those shots are saying we cannot be missing opportunities like that. I feel like this is like a really a game now, especially like it's our good offenses like Monterey. We just we really need to be on our A game that night too. Those chances that we get, we cannot miss them because you know I'm looking at at uh, what Monterey's got like in Brandon Baskets. That dude does not miss. It's gonna be you know try to replicate that kind of level that he's on, but be even better and being able to put that ball in the back of the net. That's what I'm asking for just in that final third. We can be perfect in defense and midfield all night that we want, but if that final third. We ain't doing nothing. How are we going to win the game? We ain't, ain't going to score goals. That's why we're relying on that final third. We're looking at the guys up front to do that job. Generally, be anyone else can basically look out like a dog or a defender trying to score the goals. That's not their job. That's what the final third is there for. They're the ones that are going to be producing goals. So I just want this team to be on target on for the full 90 minutes. We give out 100% and just make the most out of it and really put that ball in the back of the net. Ask. That's all I'm asking. All right, Christian, what would you add on? Yeah, no, I, I think the keepers have, have to show up, right? You gotta, you you gotta get a good game out of Valdez. I think he hasn't been at, at his at his best at uh, the start of the season, right? Um, I know, I know you're gonna get into this, but I think I, I'll say it right now. I think my player to watch is uh, Alejandro Pendejas the start. Uh, I need that man to get back to his level, right? I think is these have been probably one of the worst performances I've seen from him. Um, he's just so null. He's so dull on the attack. He does the same thing. He doesn't take on players. He just he, he advances the ball and just passes the ball back. Like, like give me something, right? Take on players. You don't have to win every single one of them, but at least don't be so predictable going forward. Because then you you you're just nullifying that right side and putting everything on the left, and then people can just double up on the left and then just have one on the right, and then they know you're gonna do the same thing over again. So it's not gonna be that much of a threat, right? Give your give your guys opportunities. Give your guys chances to create. Um, AJ was talking about how we, we aren't doing good or producing much in the final third. This could be his chance, right? Um, be that game changer, be that be that playmaker. Um, I need him to set up, all right. I need him to really step up and what better way to do it against in the Azteca against a good team like Monterey. Okay, I like it. I like it. Um, my player to watch would be definitely Brian Rodriguez, and I think it's for everything that I've mentioned, right? And, mm-hmm. and so I won't go into details, but I don't want to reiterate, so I'm just going. Brian Rodriguez is my player to watch. AJ, for me, it's gotta be Julian. It's gotta be Julian Quinones. 
I really need the zoo to step up. It's you're at the Azteca as well, potentially your last game at the Azteca for the entire season for some time as well. I just really want this guy to really get his goal against Monterrey and then, you know, just for him to produce a really good performance in that game. I feel like he needs it. He's going to have to start, step, he needs to step up right now, especially with the games that we got right around the corner. Really tough opposition. So I really like his time to really shine and and, and against a really good team that he can make. All right, all right. Well, then with that, AJ, give me your prediction for Saturday. I want to keep that train going of us scoring two goals. I don't think we're going to hit that third goal, but I'd say 2-0 America. I think I got a clean I, I believe in my I believe in Malagon this one. Another clean sheet. That would be that would be record breaking for Malagon, by the way, if he does a get a chance to keep another clean sheet. So okay. AJ going with the two zero. Christian. This is um this is gonna be a heartbreaker, right? I, I think I think the defense is off to an amazing start, right? I think this is something we've all wanted, right? A, a good capable defense, right? Um unfortunately I do understand the scope of everything and I do understand that we haven't really played tough opponents per se. This will be our first real test, but I, I, I don't think that we'll be able to sustain the for four minutes. Um, so I think I'll go 2-1. 2-1, All right. I like it. I like it. Chris saying 1-0. Another one going for a clean sheet. Quinones goal. We'll see if uh, that is the case. Chris saying my player to watch is both center backs because Brandon Vasquez is legit. So we'll see whoever has the opportunity. Although I think I think Cáceres, if he man marks him, can do a really, really solid job at kind of keeping him in his pocket. Um, so we'll see. My prediction is 3-1. I know it seems outrageous, maybe a little bit outlandish, but uh, I think we're capable of it. I, I know this Monterrey side looks scary on paper and maybe even scary in, in the highlight reels, but I don't know. I, I felt the same way coming into the the game last season against them and, and especially in their home territory you felt like okay again this dreaded stadium but we never get anything to go our way and you kind of break that curse and then you kind of show out and, and play the game that you did walked away with the result that you did so I think that there's there's something here for America to legit go into on Saturday score goals maybe you concede one because of some mistake but I don't know I like our odds. I mean, it's we're capable, but it's just that if we can produce, right? Because of everything mm-hmm. AD said earlier, it's just we haven't been there, right? We haven't been there, but it's all let's wipe that all clean, though. I think Saturday is going to be a good game. I'm um, looking forward to it. Should be a fun one. It really should be. A fun, it's always a fun one when these two meet up, right? Um, mm-hmm. let's hope that we're, we're we're on the on the winning side of this. Absolutely. So that game's going to be live on Tuesday and at 7 p.m. Pacific, uh, nine Central, ten Eastern. Uh, again, that game's going to be uh, live via to the N and make sure <clears throat> you guys keep up to date with our Twitter as we'll keep you guys up to date with everything going on in the world of Las Aguas at America. All right, gentlemen, um, anything else to add on before we kind of wrap it up here? Um, oh, it's going to be it's going to be a double header week for America um, in general. Yeah, America feminine playing as as well this Friday. So it's going to be a good one. So, you know, I'm really hoping that, you know, both teams. Um, can really get a combined six points in total. We'll love to see that. Even though America's kind of like family has been uh off to a really shaky start. I really hope that they can, you know, prove the fans wrong, the doubters, hopefully be a company, you know, can get this to wake up and get this America family back on, on track. We'll love to see that. And it's also as well, it's their first real test of the season. Uh, uh real test of the season as well. So, you know, for both teams, really just hoping that, you know, both America teams win and our weekends um could be pretty good. Absolutely. We'll keep an eye on the ladies as well. So uh let's see what happens, gentlemen. Let's see what happens. Um <clears throat> well that pretty much wraps it up for us here. We'll be back next week to talk uh CONCACAF Champions Cup. Yes. As that's officially the name. We'll we'll officially be talking uh CCL in that sense. Uh with a very special guest, a very good friend of ours. So we'll look forward to that. And then uh of course looking on ahead in the game against Leon, that's gonna be interesting as well. Look, a lot of America football is happening within the next three to four weeks. So you guys do not want to miss a second of it whatsoever. I feel like February is going to be a busy month for us, gentlemen. And February is going to be a very busy month for Las Aguilas and America. So um, we'll see what happens. Should be fun. Hopefully you guys stick around with us. Trivia as well is going to be happening every Thursday, like we mentioned, up to April. Um, bonus question dropping tomorrow over on Twitter. So make sure you guys... Uh, 
stay tuned for that and everyone out here in the chat i've posted the question one more time so there you guys have it uh go answer your bonus question and get your bonus points and get uh edge yourself closer to the top of the table so thank you to everyone that came out tonight i like planes chris rivera hopefully you feel better brother edgar um midwestern cholo uh who else was out here in the chat mj fawaz khan I know I'm, I'm butchered that. Ricardo, um, everyone really absolutely amazing. Great, great. Always having you guys on here. Always great talking to you guys. And gentlemen, AJ and Christian, thank you guys so much for making the time to come out and talk all things Cuba America. Well, this has been fun. Absolutely great. Um, and then we'll be back again, like I mentioned next week, talk all things Cuba America. Uh, with that said, you guys have a wonderful night. Take care. And as always, Arriba America. Ladies and gentlemen, this was another production of the Eagle Eye Podcast. The number one source for all things Club America in English. Make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Eagle Eye Podcast and get all the latest news and coverage. And subscribe to our podcast wherever it is you may listen.